This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. episode 343 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Nancy. And this is the only podcast that says... I'm not a comic book villain. Do you seriously think I would explain my master stroke to you if there was even the slightest possibility you could affect the outcome? I triggered it 35 minutes ago. Who the hell is that? Ozzy Mendez. Uh, I should have known. Why you did I have know known, that? Because yeah. I'm thinking he's going to do something Watchmen, but when the time came, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So how how are you, my dear? <laughs> I'm good. Roll. <laughs> Nancy got home from work. Here, 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 here's the whole situation. <laughs> and, and you know, for weeks we've been planning on doing this episode with Nancy, um, because it's you know. The week after the Watchmen ended, Nancy is we. If you do or do not know, she is a Watchmen super fan. She fanatic, fanatic, biggest fan in the world. I wouldn't go that far. I would, but she's a very big fan of of Watchmen, both the comic book and the movie. And so when we decided to do, you know, the this this episode to recap it, you know, she had to be involved. <laughs> it just seemed natural. I would have been mad. Now, in one of the only times since Nancy has, has taken her job at, as a lead at Target, she got stuck until 10.30 tonight. <laughs> yeah. Stuck is right. So, and then she has to be back tomorrow at 11.30 in the morning. 11. And then on top of everything else, Ian is at a, is at a Christmas party. So, this this has just been a confluence of a clusterfuck, but we're, we're fighting through it. We're gonna we're gonna put together the best show possible, and uh, so right right now Nancy not only is she podcasting and texting friends and family, she is also eating ramen noodles with her Bud Light line. <laughs> oh my god! So what the hell? I, wait, you want to know the color of my underwear too? <laughs> I'm gonna assume as commando. Oh god! I'm gonna throw a noodle at you. That, that'll get, fact, here you go. That'll get that excited. A, a throwing a noodle at you. Well, no, the fact that you're commando. That's gross. No, hey, that's Thad. He's um, a married man. It's still Thad. <laughs> Whatever turns him on, but I'm not. Okay. For the record, for I the record, I don't go commando. Okay. Ever. Okay. Hey, good to know. Maybe in the shower. All right. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, we share everything here. Yeah, um, they didn't need to know I was eating like the worst thing possible for you. Well, that's what we do. So anyway, um, 
so here we are. We have Nancy on, and yes, we, you know we're gonna. So we're gonna, you know, big surprise. We're gonna do a big Watchmen recap the same week that Star Wars Episode Nine comes out because uh, we haven't seen that yet. Oh, uh, wow! Well. Yeah. So we'll have seen it next week, and me and Ian, I'm sure, will gush all over it. Yeah, that's gonna make me mad. <laughs> that I'm not over that on that one. Yeah, either. yeah. You can have it here, and I'll be on that one with okay. you too. Mm, okay. Maybe he'll show up this time. Maybe, yeah. Gave me the diss. He did. He no, he, he, he was. It's just, nah, it's, it's just bad time. Up for him. It's just bad. He, he goes, knows. His friend Jared has a Christmas party every year the weekend before Christmas, and it's just bad timing. Everything just kind of worked. You know, he. Yeah, yeah. Wink, wink. Sure, sure. Okay, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um. But we had an exciting week. You and I. Did we? We did. Yeah. Um, we, we found out that there's a little bit of Harry Houdini in Dritz. <laughs> oh, he is a Houdini. Dritz Houdini. Yeah. So, again, I mean, I'm, everybody knows Dritz is blind. And. Is he completely, though? I don't know. I don't think he's completely. I think there's a little bit there, but not that much. But anyway, so. To keep him safe. Um. I bought a baby gate and put it in front of, you know, in, in the doorway for my bedroom. Keep them safe from the stairs. You Keep should say that because we now live where there's stairs. We now live where we now have stairs, yes. Which, but, but I also just like, I, I just, even if I didn't have stairs, I wouldn't be comfortable. Like, in the apartment was one thing because, like, it was like a, he basically walked an L. Yeah. And he knew his way around that yeah. L really well. Like, yeah. did a, like, you know, so that's one thing. But, you know, the, the just being in a larger house. The, the, the whole thing just concerns me. So, plus the steps. So we put up a baby gate. Um, it was only it was a, it was a twenty four inch baby gate, and you know I thought, you know he's fine. Ahsoka can jump in and out to visit him, and she uses the litter box up there. So, you know, which is a whole other issue with Ahsoka, which makes me angry. Yeah, because you know she's crawling through the walls. <laughs> Didn't but, you tell that story? No, I didn't. All right, well, her litter box used to be in the basement. Yeah. So she, she, her litter box is supposed to be in the basement. So the thing about Ahsoka is, like, she she is not, she's very shy. So, and Nancy enjoys having company from time to time. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. yeah like, not what? all the time. But so you had a couple of friends that over one night. That made you sound like a call girl. Yeah. She, <laughs> she, she enjoys having. That's my side job. Yeah. She enjoys having gentlemen visitors from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> no, she she had some friends over and, and you know they were playing music and being silly and you know drinking drinking <laughs> you know the stuff that people do. I don't know. I don't do this. We know. We know. Just are boring. Yeah. Fun so, sucker. So anyway, her friends leave, but Ahsoka is nowhere to be found. Ah, I got a phone call. So the music stopped. Yeah. And my friend was saying, your cat is meowing, but we can't figure out from where. Right. So she started doing this like an hour before they left. Right. I understand that, but I didn't know that. Ah. So when you're, but when your friends left, I'm looking around for a soda because she hadn't been fed. Like your friends came over early. Yeah. Right after work. Right. Right after work. Like, so this was like five, six o'clock and Ahsoka hadn't eaten yet. You know, she, her, her wet food. So you put down the wet food and she's nowhere to be found. Yeah, which is weird. And I'm looking around for her, and I can't find her, but I can hear her meowing. And you're like, 
Fuck her. She'll come when she comes. I'm like, no, there's something wrong. Something's not right. And we pinpoint the fact that we, we figure out she's in the wall. Yeah, well, I was standing by the stove and I yeah. said, I can hear her over there. Right. And she's in that wall. Right. And the vision I had was somehow, like, because we couldn't find her, but we could hear her, was that somehow she got, like, in the duct work. Yes. Like Ian's cat did a long, long time ago. What are those things called? The the cold air return. Yeah, but none of them were open. Right. But still, like, that was just my, my, my nightmare scenario. So we figured nightmare. out she's in the wall. You went outside, and I went down to the basement. That's only because there's that couple yeah, cold there, the, the, that's yeah. over there that right. we didn't know about. Right. Yeah. So I go downstairs, and here she comes out of a hole in the wall. <laughs> she comes out, she well, you come charging downstairs. I was like, did you find her? And you see her, and you're like, get your little ass over here. <laughs> I was angry. You were so angry. You're like, get your little... I'm like, come here, Ahsoka. Come here, Princess P. Come here, Princess. You know, I'm trying to lure her in. And you're like, get your fucking ass over here. I'm going to skin you alive. And <laughs> I finally, I, I sna- I'm, she comes over, and I'm able to snag her. And you're like, give her to me. I'm like, <laughs> hesitant at first. I'm fucking... <laughs> no. I'm going to be bearing a cat tonight. <laughs> I was and ready you, to defer. And you snag her out of my hands. You're like, oh my goodness, I was so worried about you. What were you doing? <laughs> I did. I did. I was so angry. But then I was like, oh my God, my poor baby. So, she must have been so traumatized. So the long way around this is, because of the hole in the wall, and until I could figure out how to kind of cover that, or get it covered, we have to close the well, basement. We can't door. reach it is the problem. Yeah, that's a big problem, you know. So I have to close that basement door, or we have to close that basement door, and so she can't go down to use the litter box. So she's using the litter box in my bedroom with that, that, that she shares with Dritz, which, again, is fine, except for when she poops at four in the morning. <laughs> but, you know. That's your room. That's, that's, my, that's room. My, my burden to bear. <laughs> I told you about that litter box. So coming, coming around the base here, so this is why... You know, we had to. You know, one of the reasons why we had to make sure we had a way for Ahsoka to get in and out, of, out of my bedroom because she needs to use that litter box. So the baby gate, the original baby gate, go from there. Yeah, so the original baby gate is 24 inches is high, two feet, and she could clear it very easily. Not a problem. So one on Wednesday, we're Wednesday night. I come home from work, and we're both in the living room. And you hear something, and Ahsoka heard something. And yeah. you're, you're looking at me, and I'm, and you're like, did you hear that? I'm like, no, I didn't hear anything. Like, well, I heard something, and clearly Ahsoka heard something. So why don't you be a man and get up <laughs> and look into that? That's right. That was that night, I forgot. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, there's a strange noise in the house. Let the woman go find out. Well, I wasn't I wasn't going to let you go find out, but you were just like, why don't you be a man? And I'm like, holy shit. Well, I told you that my Google Hub was picking up movement in the kitchen at night, but it was clearly when Ahsoka was in bed with me. Right. So it was freaking me out and about the noise. Right. Which is a whole other fun story we're going to get into. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So we walk in, we walk in the kitchen, and there's Dritz. <laughs> Here he was. He was over here he eating was, her treats. We're like, what in the <laughs> fuck? So, it's like, this is like a shocking revelation. So we left him downstairs. Like, okay, somehow he got on. And 
you know, the next that we I took him upstairs, and the next day, when you woke up, you're like, yeah, you got trouble. You've got yep. problems, yep. buddy. Yep. As there he is out and about again. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So I try. I, I just I, I figure, okay, he's got to be because he, he, he doesn't have hops anymore. He doesn't jump because he's blind. Like he doesn't he doesn't jump anymore. I thought he jumps up on the bed. No, he 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 kind of crawls up onto the oh. bed. Uh, he doesn't jump up there. I've never watched him. So yeah, because every time I go in there, he's laying on a heater vent. Yeah, it's a sad sight to watch. But but he, so he doesn't, doesn't have any hops anymore. So I'm like, well, maybe if I just barricade this baby gate and like I I called you and I said, you know, hey, I need you to place this order and get me this, you know. 36 inch three foot tall another one that wants me to use my discount well I, I just wanted you to get it for me like the discount was a bonus like I, I but I my concern was I just need you to pick this up for me because you you work and have this one but they they had yeah. two yeah so but in the meantime I'm, I'm you know I'm leaving for work and I'm like I can't have him just roaming around you know like like fucking kung fu so, I bar- what did you call him? Kung Fu. Kung Fu. Yeah, like the dude, like fucking the dude from Kung Fu, David Carradine. So I, I barricaded it up a little bit, hoping that'll keep him out. Well, it didn't. You came home and you're like, "Yeah, you've got problems," and you're sending me, texting me pictures of Dritz just hanging out downstairs. Yeah, he was down here. As soon as I opened the door, he was yeah. by the stove. I was like, "Yeah, it's not a not a site you want to be greeted by." No. So, well, I mean, I don't care if he's right. down here. I'm just saying that's dangerous for him. Right, but I mean, like, I saw like the way he was getting out was like he was literally like he was st- getting up on his back two feet. He was like you know digging his claws into the wood of the old baby gate and pulling himself up. Yeah, and then kind of tumbling over the other side. I was like, good lord, man, freedom is not worth this. No. <laughs> so, well, to him it is. It, to him it is. So. I got the new baby gate put in. Ahsoka could still clear it, but I was actually impressed over that. When I saw her jump, that I was like, "Damn, my cat's good." She's got hops. That's my girl. <laughs> yeah, she she can get up there. Cause that I, thing is like waist high almost on me. Yeah, that's I mean, pretty high jump. Yeah, well, I mean that that you're well, she gets. You, it's actually funny to watch her get to my in my bed. Yeah. Cause she'll walk in and she'll get right up on it and then sit there yeah. and then just jump straight up. She doesn't like do a run and jump like yeah. she used to in the apartment. Yeah, this is just a jump straight up. Right. So it's like, what are you chicken? You think yeah. you're gonna miss or something? <laughs> so, but she can get in and out, and he can't reach the top of it. So, you know, the first night he was trying to, and it was like he was having his Attica moment. He was meowing at the top of his lungs, and he just like I could just see him like with a little cup against the bars, like Attica, Attica, <laughs> this cage can't hold me, you know. But but that was the excitement, like I mean, you know, it was like you know, Dritz suddenly figured out, hey, I can get out of here if I want to, and I think I want to. Mm-hmm. So that was exciting. No, it was well, it wasn't exciting. It was. It's kind of sad though, but I like that Ahsoka can fit between the bars. Yeah, that 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 was the <laughs> most the most awkward thing I've ever seen you do. Like, I'll bet she can fit between the bars. A, a cat that you constantly say has a fat ass. <laughs> she does it, not. Oh yeah, she she's starting to get a fat ass. You're like, I'll bet she can. I think she dislocated a hip like getting through there because you're like 
pushed her right through the fucking bars. You're like, look, her head will fit, and you just pushed her right through, and she like got through, and she was just like, what the fuck? The, I wanted to, the wanted fuck to just happened? Fit. I wanted to see if she could fit. I went T2 all of a sudden. <laughs> T2. Yeah. Liquid Terminator and shit going through the bars. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> she knows what she's capable of. She squeezed her ass in there. Well, her leg got caught up. Yeah. <laughs> I did feel bad about that. Because it was like she couldn't like squeeze when she, her when she, through. When she got her back. She when had she to, like a sideways. Yeah, when she got to her back hip, she had to dislocate one to get it to go <laughs> yeah. through. And then yeah, pop it back into place was, like fucking like, Mel Gibson in, <laughs> in Lethal Weapon. But did you see her look back at me like, I can't go backwards because she's yeah. going to let it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, she fit. She yeah. knows she can squeeze in. That's all that matters. Yeah, she's fucking Martin Riggs. She's like <laughs> popping that thing back into place afterwards going, you know, I'm fine, I'm fine. Yeah, when she, she got in there, she sat down and she turned around and looked at me like, you bitch. Yeah. What's wrong with you? That, that was not a look of happiness at all. <laughs> no. Like, no. You know. But you know what? She fits. That's yeah. all that matters. That's all that matters. That's all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, that, 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 that was the fun and excitement uh, portion of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I started watching The Witcher. You know, I heard... I read something about that online. Hold on. I saw I saw something about that, and I wanted to bring that up. Hold on. I'm hoping it's still here. Give me a minute. For some reason, Smallville keeps coming up on my feed. I don't... I haven't read it yet to find out why. But I, I was looking at my stories, and I was like, oh, The Witcher. Well, I, I saw that some mm-hmm. some young girl who was on the show died at, like, the age of 16. On, in real life? Yeah. Oh, I, it's not there anymore. Yeah, yeah but I, I saw that, and I was like, oh, wow, that's that's. And that's sometimes awful. I'll email the, the articles to myself because I don't yeah. have a chance to read it, and that's apparently not. Yeah. It's something about Target and Survivor that I saw. So... But um, I'm sorry, I dropped the bomb in that one. That's but it was something about that that they were comparing it to something, and I can't remember what. And I was like, yeah. when you start watching, it, I wanted to know because I'm like, if they're comparing it to that, I don't want to watch it. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, I'm only two episodes in, and it's, I I, I can't, I'm not going to compare it to anything like Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones or anything like that. It wasn't that. It was something weird. Conan. Just keep talking. Over. Okay. But anyway, like, it, I, I will say this: right? like, I'm, I'm very intrigued. Like, I'm t- only two episodes in, but it's a very interesting show. Is it W I T C H E R? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, I, I like Henry Cavill from what I've seen so far. He he's he's very good in the the lead role. Um. It says, <clears throat> if you are saying The Witcher is like the next Game of Thrones, that's like saying Law and Order replaced The Wire. <laughs> okay. Both I, are crime dramas, but both are telling very different stories in very different worlds. Yeah. So yeah, it's not I, Game of Thrones. It was no. something else. Like I wouldn't, like I wouldn't compare it to anything, because it's it's different from most. Like, I mean, the only thing it has in common with any of those types of shows is that it's you know, sword and sandals. You know, okay. it's or you know, 
there's magic and stuff like that. But I mean, like for the most part, I wouldn't compare it to anything in that that type of genre, just because it's very different from from them. Um, but I'm intrigued to see where where the story goes. That's I think that's the most important thing is, you know, over the next, over ten episodes, like what story are they going to tell? Um, so far, it's been compelling, but like it's also a bit confusing because I feel like I'm missing something. Like it, like the like I get the gist of what's going on, but I feel like I'm like I wish there there was like maybe like a, a five or ten minute like okay this is the background of everything you need to know because mm-hmm. that hasn't happened and oh, okay. and so like like there's stuff taking place and it's like well, why the fuck is this happening who are these people like, like you're kind of the introductions are kind of abrupt and it's kind of like almost a sense of like you should know who these people are it's kind of like watching a Christopher Nolan movie for the first hour and a half. <laughs> well, I, that I don't. I mean, it, it's just and then it, getting it all at the half hour. And, yeah, like it, it's just it, it was kind of interesting. Like I mean, I, I'm still in, but like part of it is like, okay, what happened? Why? Why did this? Why did this event happen? I don't get what's going on. Who are these people? Like there, there's the exposition that I need hasn't been provided yet within the first two episodes. Who essentially. cares? It's Henry Cavell. That's all you need to know. With long hair, by the way. Yeah. So. Who cares? Okay. Who cares what the well, fuck? It's Henry Cavell with long hair. That's all I need to know. I mean, and he's shirtless often, apparently. Bonus. Yeah, yeah. I, I oh, definitely watching now. Yeah. That's. I mean, he forced me to watch a Tom Cruise movie, you know, I, and he wasn't shirtless in that one. No, but he did. <laughs> but he did have a sweet stash. Did he? Yeah, it's the one, he had the mustache in there. Didn't, no, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Because that's the mustache they wouldn't let him shave off for Justice League. Uh, so they had to digitally alter uh, his mustache. Justice League. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's that's all we need to know. Okay. Yeah, sold. Enough said. Okay. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, Henry Cavell's very good. I'm not denying that for a second. And mm-hmm. you know, I I'll, bet he is. Out. I, he's a damn handsome man. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to deny that either. <laughs> he, yeah, he made me like Superman. Well, I shouldn't say that because Tom um, Welling made Tom me like Willing, Smallville made me like Super. Not like him, but tolerate him. I tolerated Superman for Smallville because it was more or less Lex Luthor that kept yeah. me going with Smallville. <clears throat> I like Superman now because of Henry Cavill. Yeah. He portrays him very well. He does a very good job. Like, that's the Superman that I like to see. Right. Not anybody else that has portrayed him other than Tom Welling. Movie-wise. I'm talking movie, not TV right. show. Which is funny, though, because, I mean, like, there are a lot of people who hate his portrayal of Superman. Well, they're fucking stupid because Brandon Roth was terrible. Brandon Roth wasn't terrible. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. Don't even tell me the script that was written and what he had to play. Blah blah. He was awful. No, he wasn't. As Superman, he was. No, he wasn't. Yes, he he was. he was playing. Your opinion. He was playing Christopher Reeve's Superman. Now the problem with, with see, I don't like Christopher Reeve's Superman. See, I do. I don't. I watched the first two and I'm like, I don't like this, and that's the reason I never liked Superman. Like I get that that like that that Superman is in a modern time. Hokey, because he's aw shucks, farm boy, you know, truth, justice in the American way, yeah. and and Henry Cavell's portrayal is a much different 
portrayal than Reese, but like he's like dark and brooding. But Superman shouldn't be dark and brooding. That's the that's the and problem people I like have. It. I like it, but that's the problem people have. And I, I don't care. And I get to a certain extent why I'm not people. I'm a person, and I, I like it. Like I said, and I get to a certain extent why Zack Snyder chose to go that route because. If you were that person, you probably would be that way. You you have all these yeah. powers, and you have to live in fear of them until, you know, yeah. you, you, you meet Space Dad. <laughs> Space Dad. <laughs> you know. I mean, you, 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 Space Dad. You got Kevin Costner telling you to hide this shit away because, you know, They'll take you away and they'll conduct experiments on you and shit and turn you into something you shouldn't be. And then you got fucking Space Dad showing up saying, you are a beacon of hope. Yeah, you gotta wonder though, like, what was it? What were we watching? Oh, Spider-Man. When he was sitting there and talking to, um, uh, Iron Man. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're talking Spider-Man Homecoming. What the hell was Iron Man's real name? Tony Stark. Tony Stark. What the, what wow. the fuck is wrong with me? Okay. Excuse me. Anyways, um, anyways, when he's sitting there talking to Tony Stark when he comes to see him for the first time, and he was saying, I'm, I'm myself, but I'm different, and he says, I get it. You you feel whatever. And um, he says to Tony Stark that, yeah, I couldn't play football before, so now I shouldn't either. You know, And it's kind of like, how do you control that? Yeah. You know what I mean? So Superman had powers up the freaking wazoo more than Spider-Man. So it's like, how do you control your not your body from not wanting to use that? Right. That had to be, like, one of the hardest things to learn. And there was that scene in Man of Steel. Like, that scene where right. he's getting bullied. Right. And he, and he crushes the yeah the steel pipe. And also... And Clark the, asks, or his dad asks him, are, are, are you okay? He's like, yeah. It's like, oh, I know you're okay, but I mean, are you okay? Right. And it's also the, the bus scene. Yeah. Should I or shouldn't I save these people? I, my body's telling me I should. Right. But my head is telling me no. I need to listen to my father. You know right. what I mean? So how how do you go? How right. do you control that? Where is the line drawn? And that's that has to be the one of the hardest things to and learn. It, and there's Jonathan Kent saying maybe you should have let them drown. Yes, exactly. Like, like there's that but moment. That, it is. They know that's wrong, but right. maybe you should have. But let to it protect happen. yourself. Yes. Because you have to protect yourself at all costs. Right. And, and that's the main, you know, focus. But I get what he's saying. Right, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I liked his portrayal of that because it brought up those questions when the hokey, corny crap didn't. And you knew they were there, but they never touched base on that stuff. Right. Well, I mean, they, 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 just a little bit. Yeah, but not like... Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that was the crux of... What the stories actually I wanted to tell, where you know, back in the day, it, it was just touched upon a little bit, and then you you wanted to see a you know, yeah. believe a man could fly, you know, that's what you wanted to see. Or that's, How did we get on the subject of Superman? We're talking about Henry Cavill. Uh, I'm sorry, my toe hurts so bad I can't even like concentrate. I apologize. <laughs> it does. It's like throbbing. Yeah, Nancy took a spill this week, <laughs> like a vicious like, spill dum, dum, dum. that like. I fucked my body up. Yeah. <laughs> but like, like her, her big toe in particular is like <laughs> the last time I saw it, it was like like the, the color of a beet, like like something that you would have picked at Shroot Farm. <laughs> oh my god! Stop that! Excuse me, I had chili today. I'm gonna fucking smack you. And um, it's also like ten sizes. Like I can't even move it because it's so big. It's up against yeah. 
and it hurts to wear a shoe and walk on it all day. But I find a new bruise. It, it's, like, it's like the sh- I find a new bruise today. Like, new my bruise. whole entire ba- bottom body is black and blue, yeah. and I was getting dressed today, and I'm like, oh, I never noticed that one. Yeah, so my sister gave me some Motrin to help yeah, me sleep so tonight. Lo- lo- looking at Nancy's big toes, like the, like you know, watching the sh- the uh, Grinch's heart grow. <laughs> yeah. Well, same with this side of my body. Yeah. And then I got skin missing from various parts of my body. I yeah. don't even remember them hitting. <laughs> yeah, like she took a fall down our front steps and... Whew. Yeah, I will never get the mail again. Yeah. Unless they move the mailbox. Yeah. So get mail. I don't give a shit. I pay all my bills online anyways. Sorry. But yeah, so that's... that's so if you hear Nancy bitching about being in pain... Oh, I'm about to take one of those Motrin. Yeah. I got some alcohol in me. <laughs> and you wonder why I drink. Doll the pain. Okay. Speaking of that, just real quick, where did you put my... Your what? My rum I asked you to give me today. Oh, it's it's in the it's in the booze room. With, I'll, I'll show you. Okay, you didn't put it in the cupboard? Because no. I have a system in there. Yeah, I know. I didn't want to fuck with your system. Yeah, don't don't fuck with my rum system. I wasn't going to fuck with your system. Trust me. <laughs> well, not my booze system. I, I, I opened that door up. I looked in there and said, I have no idea what the fuck's going on in here. It's like the there's Dewey a, Decimal System. <laughs> there's a system to my alcoholic drink. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to put this right here and wait till she comes home. <laughs> That's what when my sister was over here. She's like... Well, which one of these can I drink? And I'm like, hey, don't touch anything. I'll show you what you can drink. Yeah. Some of those you can't touch. <sighs> yeah, that's sad whenever I'm like, not one bottle, but two. Yeah. <laughs> two like, of each. Yeah, get two of each. <laughs> two of each, not just one. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's the holidays. What can you say? And then, like, I'm telling you, like, okay, well, this is how much that costs. You're like, no, 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 no. It should yeah. cost this. I, Fuck, they increased the price for the holidays. I'm like, yeah, yeah. They, they're, they're fucking you over. Yeah. That sucks. <sighs> Why is it always the rum? I know. It's always the rum. Yeah. That's some good rum, too. Flavored do, rum. Do you want to plug it? Huh? Do you want to plug the brand? I, I can't pronounce the brand. Okay. Can you? Mm, I don't even know what it is. I just, the mango flavor and the coconut flavor is like, sells it to me. Cruzan, C R U Z A N. Yeah, it's not top shelf, but it's good. Yeah, I don't no, know. it gets me drunk. <laughs> it makes me forget my toe pain. Yeah. Hmm. That's a little, little something for Stork. A little booze talk for Stork. He always appreciates. Oh, uh, he's probably gonna be like, "Oh my God, that's like bottom of the barrel. How dare her drink that?" And it's not bottom shelf either. No, but it's not top. It's like mid. He'll, he'll, he'll send, I'm sure he'll send you a recipe that you can add some blue curacao to that to make I something. got some of that. I, I know you do. Well, I hope he does because that's the first time I've actually saw mango-flavored rum. Yeah. But I was looking, I'm like, they got all these flavored vodkas, and I'm not a big vodka person unless it's, like, mixed with all other alcohols, and I don't want to buy 10 more alcohols to mix with that because I think I got plenty in there with the vodka. I got different flavored vodkas. Yeah. And the Kahlua, all that crap. I'm like, no, I want a different flavored rum. Right. Because all I ever had was coconut. Then I saw the the mango, and I'm like, they got mango rum? Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. And when you, like, open it up and you smell it, it smells really good. So if he does have a recipe, I would, like, seriously. There you go. I like my mixed. I mean, I might be drinking beer now, but that's because I don't want to be mixing drinks while we're sitting here. Right. God, I sound like an alcoholic. Because if you looked at the top shelf... That's completely full of wine. Yeah. (laughs) 
All that wine I had shipped from California. Yeah. And my collectors. And and mind you, I don't drink any of it. No. Hey, that's why you call it the booze room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the bottom shelf on our fridge is all alcohol. It's beer and um, flavor uh, alcoholic seltzers. Yeah. <laughs> and mixers. And mixers. Yeah. Yeah, we're, juice. We're, no, juice. The mixers I haven't opened yet. The juice is a mixer in this house. I drink it for breakfast. Okay. Without the alcohol. Okay. Well, unless it's a mimosa. Yeah. Because I, I wanted you to pick up a thing. I forgot to put that on my list because I wanted mimosas. Oh, well. On Christmas. That's hey, okay. Hey. I got to go back to the liquor store and buy people wine for Christmas. We, we, we don't have time for mimosas on Christmas. After I do. Tell me what to have after. Okay. Whatever. Excuse me. We got a 1030 showing at Distenta. Or the, no. Not Distenta. At Lowe's. At Lowe's. You can for, go to Distenta. Yeah. I want to, but it just ain't going to work. Right. We'll do the second showing at the Distenta. Yeah. Actually, that's not even Distenta. It's... XD. Yeah. That's maybe the gift card you should ask my sister for. I already have one. For the second showing. Or the first one. Oh, you already paid. I haven't paid yet, but I'm going to right now. Like, after, we get, after we're done. See, they're going to run out. Yeah, i got to re- reserve my seats. Do you know how many people at work have seen this movie and they're like, I cannot believe you. <gasps> Remind me to tell you about D.O. after this. Never mind, go ahead. Okay. So, let's, let's, uh, let's get into the crux of the show, shall we? I'll forget. They're going to let me know about D.O. tomorrow. Oh, they are? Yes. Well... <laughs> to, to alleviate the mystery, <laughs> there was a Star Wars event at Nancy's store, and they they had a remote control do the, the actual droid. Yeah, he was the, all over, all over the floor. He was and, so cute. Uh, apparently, like you know, they're gonna let her know if she can have it or not. No, I have to buy it. You have to buy it, but like but you'll get it like a. They're trying Uber to get discount. it. Yeah, they're like it's a hundred and fifty dollars, and they're trying to get it for me for fifty dollars. Yeah, but we need the head boss of our asset protection to say whether or not I can buy it for that little. Right. Yeah. Which I'm going to say it's broke. Take it back. Right. And get a brand new one. Right. You didn't hear that. <laughs> no, because we think the ball is broke anyways because we couldn't get the ball to work with him for some reason because he chases the ball. Yeah. So, so you have that going on as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm so excited. Stuff. Tomorrow's the day I get to find out. Well. And I get a gift card, so yeah. I won't be paying nothing for him. There you go. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so let's get into the crux. Well, if you don't know, Dio is the new droid. He's the new droid. For the new movie. For the new and movie. he is adorable. Yes. He fits right in. He's smaller than BB-8. Yeah. If that was even possible. But he's so cute, and I can't wait to find out his backstory. Indeed. Because all droids have stories. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's cute. He's got three antennas. Yeah. Coming out the back of his head. And he was so cute. I got footage of him rolling around on the target floor yeah. and we're controlling him with the phone. And we have a, a house now where I can have him rolling around. Yeah. Soka will love that. She won't go near it. No, she won't. That's what I'm saying. That's why she'll love it. And he has like true. a charging thing that you can sit him on to charge him, him yeah. and the ball. Well, the ball is battery operated. Yeah. So, I'm going to find out tomorrow. It's been locked up in electronics since the event for me. How exciting. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to say no, but I got hope that they won't. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
So let's get to the crux of the... Yeah, uh, but I get excited over my droids. Yeah. Let's get to the crux of the show. The, what do you keep saying? The crux? I The crux, yeah. What is that? It's like what the show's about. Why don't you just the, say that? Well, the show proper. That's what we That's used what you normally say. That's what we normally say. Let's get into the show proper, shall we? Sure. All right. Why not? That's what I'm here. Yeah. So, Watchmen. Watchmen! Yes. Yes! The the HBO the greatest movie ever made. Wow, the greatest movie ever made. Yeah, it changed my mind. I'm not going to try to change your mind. Can't. That's your opinion. I, in my opinion, that's Blade Runner. Greatest movie ever made. Okay. But this show was not based on the movie. No, no, sir. It was based on the comic book. Correct. Which is a very interesting novel, no graphic no, novel. Graphic novel, thank you. Um, but which is a very interesting choice, mm-hmm. I thought. Mm-hmm. For like right off the bat, that's a very interesting choice because I feel like more people would have been exposed to the movie than they would have been to the comic book. I agree. Anybody that I ever seen that knows the name Watchmen, oh, I saw that movie. Well, mm-hmm. did you read the novel? No, is there one? I didn't know. Yeah. Right. So, this was um, executive produced. The, the showrunner for this was Damon Lindelof. Awesome. Um, True awesomeness. His, his other big hits include Lost Whoop. and The yep. Leftovers. So, yes. I, I, I guess I'm going to ask you first. Uh, overall, as a fan of The Watchmen, did you feel this was a, a successful sequel slash remix to the comic book yes but not a thousand percent okay i think there was like a few things they could have changed or made better not even like just like a smidgen but as a whole yes i do i think it was fantastic well like what stood out for you like how, how like Overall, over the nine episodes, like how how did you? The, the characters. I liked the characters that they came up with. I liked um. You know, see, you're gonna throw it at me. I can't remember her damn name. Regina King. Right, but what was her the hero name? In, uh, not, Sister in, Knight. In Sister Knight. I was gonna say Knight something. I liked Sister Knight. Mm-hmm. I like. Are we allowed to do spoilers? Yeah, this is spoiler filled. This is okay. you know. I liked how they. Dealt with Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. I thought that was just freaking brilliance. I do. I wouldn't... Because you didn't know. Right. If you tell me you knew, you're lying to me. Right. Because you did not know. Right. And um, I also like the fact that they brought that circle full around with her grandfather. Right. That was, like, amazing. You know, the way they went back, showed right. his Right, like to, story. To, to the original Minutemen. Yes. Which was something. Yes. Like, they, they incorporated everything about. Because that's bringing the very first Watchmen to the ones that are not, you know what I mean? And right. there has, there, there's no gap there. Right. So I like that. And I also liked her uh, dude with the, what did you call him? The guy with the mask. Oh, the looking glass. Yeah, dude. that dude was entertaining as all hell. Yeah. He absolutely was entertaining. Um, what I didn't like was I didn't like um, 
<laughs> what is her name? The, Don Johnson's wife. Oh. Judd's wife. Judd's wife, yeah. I didn't like her. But not because she was bad at it. I didn't like her because she was in on it. The little bitch. She knew. <laughs> right. And I think she had her husband more. You know, she was like, she knew he was going to be murdered. She was like, whatever. Like, there was things that they knew. Right. And she was in on it. And she was like, she wasn't even upset that he freaking died. How do you not be upset about that? She bothered me. Her whole attitude bothered me. And I wasn't very fond of the Asian lady. I get why Maybe she was there. True. Yeah, she was just like creased me on. But I, I'm guessing that was her job is right. to creep you out. Right. But it was amazing with the squids at the end. Ozzy Deus. Yeah. Jeremy Irons, come on. Yeah. You can't say anything bad about him. The squids from the sky. When you first heard about that, you were like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But then when you figured it out or you were told, you were like, that dude's freaking brilliant. There were a lot of things I found interesting from the standpoint of, you know, this being 30 years later. Yeah. Um, like the, the whole, the whole, the, 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 squid, like the, the, the quote unquote attacks with the, with the, the squid. Right. I thought that was like an interesting, like. Wow, they're keeping up this facade all these years later yeah. still. And then you found out like how the facade was being kept up. Right. Like, like the thing I liked a lot was like the first five, six episodes even, you were like, What the fuck is going yeah. on? Yeah. Like the entire time you had no clue. That's why I said if you said you knew certain things, you're a fucking liar. Like it was just it was just this odd thing where I'm like how is this story going to come together? And I knew it was only nine episodes, and I'm like, I can't see how they're going to pull this right, off. Yeah. This is going to be a clusterfuck at the yeah. end. And there's going to be so many questions, and because it is Damon Lindelof, you were thinking, don't tell me you weren't thinking oh, that. Yeah. You're thinking, oh my God, they are not going to answer all these questions. Yeah. And at the end of it, they answered every question but one. Like, every single question except for, for one, which was, like, this odd thing that, like, I'm, who was Lube Guy? Who? Remember the, the, there's the episode, she, Regina King, she takes apart um, the wheelchair, mm -hmm. and she's dropping off that bridge onto the freight train. Mm-hmm. And there's the guy in, like, the silver costume. Oh, yeah. And she chased him, and he dusts yeah. himself with lube yeah, and slip. Yeah, You who, never found yeah, out who, who that was. Yeah, that? Yeah, I forgot about, I forgot about lube right. guy. Right, because you never heard or saw anything about it again, but it was, like, this yeah. odd thing that happened. And where this, the hell did he go? Yeah. Like, it was this really yeah. weird moment. Like, it's the only thing that they never explained. The other thing was, the other thing they didn't explain, or maybe I missed it. Because I did rush the last three episodes mm -hmm. to get them watched. Was when um, Ozzy, uh, why can't I ever say his name? Ozzy Deus. Hey, just say Adrian. Adrian he's pulling the babies out of the water. Yeah. How the hell did that ever start? Like I understand who they are and how they become and the people and how Ma they Manhattan did it. Huh? It was all part of Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan. Right, but how? But he he even said that there's an incubation. Oh, that's what he was talking about. Right. Oh. Like when he's talking the Vite, he's explaining all of this. But I didn't know that was okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah. how that came to be. Is that's all part of Doctor Manhattan's? Yeah. 
Okay, now I thing. understand. I missed that. Which is why they're all the same person. Yeah, right. I get that. Right. Yeah, I, I get that, but I didn't know that he... Yeah. I understood why he sent him to that with those people, and that's why those right. people are those people. I just didn't realize he had something, because I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Because he was pulling them out of the water. Because like, Dr. Manhattan even talked about there's the, the chamber to accelerate their growth. Yeah, I get it now. I remember right. now. Yeah. But, um... Like the whole, the whole, like that whole thing, like, you, like, like the whole thing, like starting with like, you know, what was going on with, with Adrian Veidt, like, you're like, what the I know. fuck? He was like, so odd in the beginning, you were like, this dude fucking lost his mind 30 years later. Right. But then he wasn't all that freaking sane 30 right. years prior. <laughs> but, but what was going on? Like, it was like, what, where is he? Yeah. Like, what is... Yeah, because it, you knew he wasn't anywhere and, near the real world. And his mystery kept deepening and deepening. Like, you're, like, you're right. When you see him plucking those clones out, you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just this really, really strange happening. Like, everything was taking place. And you're like, I don't know how they're going to fix this. Like, how they're going to get to an end point with this. It made... Yeah. And then they did it, and they did it so fucking brilliantly. Yeah. Like those last three episodes tie everything together in a perfect bow. They did. But the but there's one thing that isn't answered. What? What are you what? looking at me like well, that? Well, I'm for? waiting for you to like is it Is it what? Did it have to do with the egg? No. No. Okay. Is there gonna be a season two? Because well, they did answer everything perfectly. There's a possibility, but it doesn't leave any open questions if there's not. Well, it, That's how brilliant it is. Right. But th there are some open questions which are very interesting. And those open questions would pertain to what happens to the world once they find out what Adrian Veidt has done. Right. Like, the people who believed R Rorschach's diary... When the New Frontiersman printed Rorschach's diary, the people who believed it were considered crackpots. Yeah. You know, I mean, the Seventh Cavalry were a bunch, were, were you know a racist group, but also they believed that the you know, and there's Joe Keane saying, "Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know, Rorschach was right all along." Um, I was going to say, but they considered Rorschach a crackpot. So, right. You know. So, but that's the but that's the problem. Like, so, like the people who believed Rorschach and the the truth that he unveiled and exposing the you know what was really taking place, they were the crackpots. You know, we were really under constant you know concern about being attacked from an extra from an extra dimensional being and, yeah. and stuff like that. These were our concerns and. This is you know this is what real Americans have to worry about, and you know if you didn't believe that, yeah. you were nuts. And then you throw on top of it a guy like Looking Glass, who lived through the attack on New York, you know, and the the paranoia that caused him. Oh yeah, dude, you know. paranoid as all hell. Yeah, so I mean, like the it, way it, he lived his life, I I honestly thought that they weren't going to explain him. Yeah. And when they did, I was, like, ecstatic because I was, like, dude is, like, yeah. a really great character. He was. He was, a, he, he was the Rorschach. Right. Of sort this, of, of. Yeah, this 30 years. You know, yeah. But it, but in a completely different way. Right, right. You know, because of what he went through. Like, I mean, it, it was very well done. And, like, I, I'm, 
I applaud HBO. I applaud Damon Lindelof and his and his writing staff for putting together like this just this amazing story that once it all came together and you look back at the the, the first six episodes and you said, well, as you were saying, what the fuck is going on? How that all came together brilliantly. Yeah. Like it tied it all up, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that the the whole Doctor Manhattan thing was like, yeah, wow, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, it was good. It was actually also the first couple episodes when they would show that room where they were having the meetings and all the guys with the Rorschach mask. Yeah, you were just like, ooh, <laughs> yeah, because. I don't care who you are. You watch if you ever watched The Watchmen or read the book, you're a fan of Rorschach. You have to be. You cannot not like the guy. Well, I always thought Rorschach was like Rorschach and Night Owl were interesting for the simple reason one was Batman's id and one was Batman's ego. Right? Yeah. Right. Like in all honesty, like they were the two sides of what Batman is. And it was. I always thought that was interesting because, like, if you if Batman gave in to the anger and the hatred, he would become Rorschach. Yes. But if he pulled back too far, he becomes Night Owl. Right. You know. So it was like. So I always thought those two characters were. You know, and, and that was Alan Moore just writing something absolutely brilliant and his take on superhero culture as a whole. Um. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. So, like, but you're right, like, you know, the character of Rorschach, because a lot of that story is told from his point of view. Right. You know, he, he is in many ways the storyteller for us. Right. Um, and then you, you throw in fucking, uh, what's his name's portrayal of Rorschach in the movie? Jackie O'Haley. Jackie O'Haley. Keeps telling me there's motion in the kitchen. Duh. Boom. Well, because that's blocking me. Right. You might not be moving. Sorry. So I, 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 I really thought, like, the Looking Glass character as... Oh, he was great. Yeah. Like, as a pseudo-version of I love Rorschach. when he interrogated people. In yeah. that room he had. Yeah. The pod. Yes. But I, I thought he, he was an interesting choice as, as the pseudo-character. Because he kind of saw things from a black-and-white standpoint. Right. And to have his eyes opened as to what the reality was, like, it broke Rorschach in many ways. Right. Like, at, at the end, like, you know, and he had to be killed by Dr. Manhattan, where this character was kind of like, people need to see the truth. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and I hate when you say that. He had to be killed by Dr. Manhattan. He had to be killed by Dr. Manhattan. Why are you going to say it? Why are you going to bring up bad blood here? I'm not. I, I just uh, from a from the story standpoint, it. I'm like, aware. Right. I'm just saying, it's sad. It's just it's what becomes interesting is like at the end of it, like all these people who decide to keep a secret, like, and another great performance that we have to talk about is Gene Smart. You know, a, as yeah, as Laurie Blake. Mm-hmm. You know, and this. Just disgruntled human being. Yeah. You know, who... She's a very angry woman. She was. But, like, at the end of it, like... bitter angry. Yeah. But, like, I loved at the end of it where she's just like, fuck it, I've kept this secret long enough. Yep, she's done. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, she was finished in the end. She was like, fuck all this shit. Yeah. Y'all can go to hell. Yeah. Yeah, she was good. It was the fucking judge's wife that I couldn't stand. I just can't stand her. Bitch. I don't really like that actor. Yeah. I don't remember her name. I can't remember her name either. She's awful. She has that face. Yeah. You're just like... It's one of those... It, it, she... But her, her... The problem with her character is because she was... They were all part of the of Cyclops. Mm-hmm. You know, they were all part of the 7th Calvary. Yeah. Um, well, I get it, that. Yeah, it, that... But she didn't defend her husband. Right, because... When he was busted. She didn't defend him. She's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You just keep riding your horse, you rich bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just... Ugh. Just didn't like it. That's who they picked to play his wife. <laughs> wow. She's as bad as the yeah. fucking whore. But I, I, I just, I, I thought, like, that whole thing was just, like, so interesting. Like, like, I, I, like, I know you didn't care for the Lady True character, but I did. No, no, I didn't say she wasn't a good character. I said she creeped me out. Yeah. She was a great character. Yeah. She had a purpose. The whole thing in the elephant, though. When I first saw that, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So did Regina King. She was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I think we both had the same reaction. But, you know, you figure it out. And the whole thing with her was her cloning her grandmother. You were just like, man, this bitch is not to be messed with. Like, you cloned your grandmother into a young child. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're like... Raising her. Yeah. You, you don't mess with people that can do shit like that. But that whole squid going through her hand in the end. Pfft, I was like, bitch is going down. <laughs> you are gone. Say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. You can't be God. I'm sorry. You can't. I, but I'm, I'm sorry. My pe- Dr. Manhattan is not gone. He's not dead. It's, yeah. He's going to put himself back together. Because it's what he does. And another thing, I couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on like who that guy was. The guy who played Cal slash Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, that's the same guy who played um, um, Black Manta in the Aquaman Yeah, you movie. told me that. Oh, did I? Okay. Which was weird because I was watching it the other morning when I was getting ready for work. It was on TV. I was like, oh, can't turn past this. Yeah, there's and, certain movies you can't turn the channel to. And I thought it was interesting. Like, I think one of the hardest things in the world to do is, first off, write for, and then, B, portray Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. I thought Billy Cudrup did an amazing job. But a lot of that was, like, they just pulled that information straight from the page, okay. what, he was, what he was saying. Bringing that up, that was one thing that annoyed me. When he's talking to her in the bar, you didn't get to see his face. And I, don't get me wrong, I understand why. Yeah. And I understand why they had to do that. But it bothered me so bad because I just wanted to see his face. So when you finally got his see his face, but you saw it in Cal, yeah, it, it didn't satisfy me. Yeah, you know what I mean. I wanted to see Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, I get that. I wanted to see the white eyes. Yeah, the circle on the front. I wanted to see the full Doctor Manhattan, and it made me so mad that the only thing they showed was the back of his head and his hands. Yeah, and it was like, show me his face. I want to see his eyes. I got to see. Those blank white eyes. Yeah. And I was disappointed I never did. The cow version of Dr. Manhattan did, though. 
Yeah, but it wasn't him. Yeah, I get that. It was only Cal. Right. It wasn't John. The Cal form. Yeah. I wanted to see the John form. Yeah. And it made me mad cause, because when that weirdo senator came out wearing his panties, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Did you really have to wear his panties? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you deserve to die. You deserve to be turned into fucking liquid goo. Okay? Because you... That just... That that fashion statement was not for you. Okay? Yeah. It was for John. Okay? So, I don't even understand why they did that part. That that annoyed me, too. I'm sorry. When he came out and knows, I was like, uh-uh. They did not. And I can't believe the actor was like, no. No. This just no. But he did it. But, but then Lori, like, made fun of him for I know, it. I know, I know, I know. I wanted like, to high-five her through yeah. the TV. I was like, give me a high-five, bitch. Yeah, but it was just, it was awful. And I get that's probably why they did it. Yeah. Because everybody's going to be like, eh. but as the actor, I would have been like, no. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Not unless you actually turn me into Dr. Manhattan am I not wearing it, you right. know? But, the, but it, the, at the end, it gave us one of the greatest moments Like in comic book history, in my opinion. Okay. And that's that moment where, you know, Regina King asks him, John, where are you? And he goes, I'm I'm oh in God. every single moment with us. I, I mean, that, that moment. I can't even. I, I know. I died. I died. When he said that, I was like, you can't. I, I had to pause it. Yeah. Because I did. I died. I was like, oh, my God. But when he did it before that. Oh, when he's like, this, this is, is the, the moment. moment. Yeah. And then when he said, I don't want to die alone. Oh. And then he said, I'm in every moment I've ever had. I was like, I said, I'm done. I'm done. I can't watch anymore. Because if he says one more thing like that, yeah. I'm going to, like, I don't know who wrote those lines. Like, who was the actual person that said he needs to say this? Right. They need like a million dollar raise, because that is like, I don't care, man or female, it had to bring tears to your eyes. Yeah, it's choking me up now thinking of it because that is, that is love. Yeah, there is no other explanation for love except that moment. Yeah, in time, and you think about it because with Silk Spectre or whatever, in Lori, he didn't, he, there wasn't even that much love with them. Right. Like, this like, was beyond that love. John was in love with Janet. Yeah. In Gila Flats. Mm-hmm. Dr. Manhattan wasn't. Yeah. But then he was just infatuated with Silk Spectre. Yeah. He wasn't in love with her. Right. Like, whatever it was with Regina King. Yeah. Like, for there him to give up. something about yeah, her. Like, for, I mean, first of all, he gave up his power for her. Yeah. Like, you know, to, to satisfy her and have a life right. with her. Which and was, with three kids. Right. And then... You know, on top of like that, that moment, that that fucking moment where he's like, "This is the moment." And she's like, "What? The moment I fall in love with yeah, you?" Yeah, and it made and, me so mad what she said. You were like, "Really? You weren't like, aw?" Yeah, <laughs> no. She's like, "Oh, I'm trying to stand your fucking life." Right. You, so you just stand there. Yeah. It's like, what? How can you not be like, "Oh my god, baby, thank you." You know what yeah. I mean? She was like, "You just stand there." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> that was great. But yeah, yeah I mean, the, the, who wrote that scene? But there were these great little moments that that with that character that you were like, oh my god, mm-hmm. like 
it, like whoever wrote that, like, because again, it's the hardest character probably to write for, yeah, because of everything that goes on within Doctor Manhattan. Well, that's because he's in the past, present, and future at all times. Right. There is no shutting him down. Right. So the only way to do it is the way they did it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's that's the thing about him is like you can't you can't pinhole him to. A single moment in time. It, it's he's everywhere right. at all times. Yeah, like this, I love I love this cartoon. That just made me laugh. Oh, <laughs> oh send me that. Okay, I gotta print that out and yeah. hang it up. That's cool. But it's it's a it's like it's taken from the Washington comic book, and it, but it's like Doctor Manhattan. He's looking at the stars, and it's like it's May twenty fifth, nineteen eighty three, and I'm about to watch the final Star Wars film. It's May 17th, 2005. I'm about to watch the last Star Wars film. <laughs> it's May 20th, 2019. I'm about to watch the final Star Wars film. <laughs> That's like one I'll, of the funniest I'll waste, jokes. I'll waste colored ink in my printer to print that one up and put it on the wall. That's, That's great. But that's the thing about Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, right there. Yeah, that's, I mean that's the perfect explanation of Doctor Manhattan. But, but yeah, if you want to know, if anybody that is like in your whole entire life that is apprehensive. What is love? I don't understand love. Somebody explain love to me. Sit them down and just let them watch that one scene. Just that one little scene and be like, that's fucking love. Yeah. There's no other explanation. Right. Yeah. Brings tears in my eyes. It did. Yeah. I was like, pause. I'm going to go blow my nose. Yeah. And she, she, she lucky. And in all honesty, Regina King deserves an Emmy Award for this show. Oh fuck that! That woman is amazing in anything she does. She is. I mean, she she is one of those. She blew unsung... me away in like Southland. Anything she does, she's fucking amazing. All the way back to two two seven. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot she was in that. Yeah. Oh my god, she is just. And I seen a photo shoot with her one time. That woman is gorgeous. She is. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like. And you're like, I mean, you're right. Like she, she she's like badass. She is one of those unsung treasures of acting mm-hmm. that like doesn't get enough. Watchmen was lucky to fucking get her. Right. Like she just doesn't get enough publicity. And she I don't. definitely think like you know if HBO was smart, they they would have a, a very strong campaign for her to get you know lead actress. Yeah. Because her 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 acting in that show was oh, phenomenal. phenomenal. She was unbelievable, especially in the end when she walked in that theater. Yeah. There's her grandfather and her kids. Yeah. And she was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He kept them safe. Yeah. Just the look on her face, you were like, that right there needs ward. She just, she's amazing. She's badass. I always liked Regina King. Yeah. I think she's fantastic. It's like that woman. What is it? Vi- Viola Davis. Viola Davis, yeah. Fuck. That woman is fantastic and she don't get enough credit. Yeah. I think she's really badass in anything she does. She's in a lot of shit, too. She is, yeah. But she always, like, in the back seat. It's like, why? She's fantastic. Yeah. But Regina King is up there for me. Yeah. Yeah, And you know me. I'm not big on women actors. So, my question to you, then, is overall. Ah, absolutely. I hope they come out with something, like, continue it. But how do you top that? Because you came out so strong... From the gate, how are you going to top that? Especially if Damon Lindelof doesn't continue with you, who are you going to get? Right. Who are you going to get to fill them shoes? Because you know, 
most of that brilliance came from that man. Every interview I've seen, he's basically said he's not interested in doing a second season. He said that, yeah, but that he's told his story, he's satisfied, and if some if they want to do a second season, they can find somebody else. They need to find someone as or more brilliant than him. That's a well. Those are big shoes to fill. Yeah, Warner Brothers just did sign somebody to their stable um, that may be able to do that. You're going to tell me or am I going to have to wait? J.J. Abrams. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was going to fucking say, don't yeah. tell me J.J. Abrams. Because that man, in my eyes, is a fucking genius. Because that's one of the things that every, you know, he signed a deal with Warner Media to basically do whatever the fuck he wants. And one of the things that people have speculated is they're going to have J.J. be the guy who's going to reboot and reset and recreate the DC Cinematic Universe. If anybody could do it, you'd be the one. I mean, look what he did for other things. Yeah, I think the man is brilliant. Like there, like the brilliance in that brain is just like, I would like just like a, a fucking sand grain of sand of that brilliance in me. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, if anybody who if there's anybody who would be able to tackle it, like who who would have the respect for the um. That's the whole thing about him. Yeah. Is not only does he like to create his own and do it his way, but he respects everything that has already been in place for whatever else he's, you know, moving forward with anything. You know what I mean? Except like for Star this. Trek. I don't think he... Why do you say that? Well, because... It's the only Star Treks I like. Right. But here, here's the thing. Like I, This is the only way I... Uh, first off, he admitted he's not a big fan of Star Trek. He was a Star Wars guy. Mm-hmm. Number one. Well, and, he got his hands in both, so... Right. But number two... Like in all honesty, like I mean, as much as I love the the rebooted universe with Chris Pine and everything else, I th- I think it, I'm with you. I think it's as good, if not better, than most of what with the OG cast and the the next generation cast. Um, it's still that like it's one of the most divisive things in Star Trek history is what J.J. Abrams did because it's not Star Trek. It's fun and adventure. Right. You know that's not Star Trek. It's you know, this wasn't what Star Trek yeah, was meant to be. he still told a good story. Right, I agree. Like, he, I, he told a good enough story in the first one that he did that I wanted to continue watching the rest of them. Right. Where the first Star Trek I saw, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, like, so there are people who will tell you that he shit all over what Gene Roddenberry's legacy was with his Star Trek movies. I don't think he did. I I, I disagree with you with that as well. Like, I, I think he, he... What he tried to do was try to stay true to what Roddenberry's mission statement was but yet also in a way update that franchise and well, make it more update, viable in a modern right but not only update it but like bring it to life where there would be people that would be like okay Star Trek ain't so bad right there will be like new people that like, like myself that was like I freaking hate Star Trek but I'll give this a chance because it's J.J. Abrams and guess what now I like Star Trek right but only his Star Treks right I mean like even like the next generation ones like got so bogged down and like Wibbly wobbly, sciencey winesy, mm-hmm. you know, like, like it, it just it was it, it it just got so bogged down in minutia of like you know we're gonna give what this the techno fuck are these words minutia. What is what is that fucking word even mean? It it, it it means the stuff. So just say the stuff. I like minutia. It makes me sound more intelligent. You can't see it, but I'm rolling my eyes. Yes, she did. But anyway, so but getting back to my original point, if there's one guy who could do it, who could who could make 
a, a, a sequel to Watchmen to watch to Watchmen the second season. Well, it would be J.J. Abrams. It, it would also mesh well because him and David Lindelof is like yeah, they've they've had a relationship with Lost. Right, so a lot of things they're hand in hand in anyways. Right. So if you think he's just going to go at it, if he gets uh, reigns on season two. You know he's going to be bringing, like, hey, Damon, a little tip here. Can I get some uh, advice? You know? Right. Yeah, so I don't think it would be, like, a complete wash of Damon not being part of it. If J.J. Abrams... Not saying he's going to get, like, I'm just saying talking friend to friend. Right. Like, he'll get his advice on it. Right. All right, so overall, you you were big fan. Big fan. Huge, okay. huge. I, I, I give it high marks as well. I would agree. I give it even higher marks than yours. Okay. I understand. Except except for Judd's wife. (laughs) She can kiss my ass. And I wanted to hate the grandfather for killing him. And I couldn't. In the end, I couldn't. Because he was a racist bastard? Yeah. No. Because I just liked the grandfather. It's tough to hate. I I like what he stood for. Yeah, Lou Gossett Jr., I get it. Yeah. Yeah, and at first I didn't even know that was him. I was like... No, neither fuck that like blew me away that was Lou Gossett Jr but anyways it, like you want to you want to be mad and angry but after they told a story and the reason why and everything that involved in that you were like I, I can't I can't he's he was right in, he's not right in killing somebody but he was right in what his actions were you know right. what I mean like the the actual act of it and it made me mad it did, really did because I wanted to be like you motherfucker you killed Don John you know yeah. what I mean but I was like no I get it I get it it is what it is. And just for the record, Nancy also has a long-standing hatred for Sheena Easton as well. <laughs> that whore! Because, you <laughs> She's know, such a slut! In Miami Vice, she was married to Don Johnson's character. <laughs> she was! That's so, what? basically, any woman who's had any sort of relationship with Don Johnson, be it real... Yeah, especially or, that douchebag fi- wife of his. ...or fictitious... <laughs> um, Nancy has a deep-rooted <laughs> hatred for her. So the I fact see. that she hated the actress who was playing Don Johnson's <laughs> wife in this show does not surprise me in the least. Okay. But she was awful. You have to miss. She was awful. That face of hers. Okay. Mm, we get monotone. it. Monotone. We get it. Yeah. No, I don't think you do. <laughs> so anyways, let's move on to a couple of quick trailers that came out this week. Okay. One of which I was surprised you even wanted to talk about. Yeah. Oh boy, which one is this? Top Gun Maverick. Oh yeah, but you know what? I didn't watch the second trailer yet. You didn't watch the second trailer yet? No, I watched the first one. Okay, hold on. I forgot. All right, so you just watched the second trailer. Right. You, you you were familiar with the first trailer, but now you've watched the second trailer for Top right. Gun Maverick. Now I'm again. You have a long-standing hatred for Tom Cruise. This is well documented. Loathe, actually. Yeah. I don't know if there's a worse word than loathe. But yet... I don't... I, I just don't see the fascination in the man. But yet you, you've learned that the, the Mission Impossible series is very good. Yeah, it is, actually. Yeah. Much yeah. to your chagrin. It's not him that does it for me, though. It's the storytelling and... Um, what's his face? Simon Pegg. Yes. Well, Simon... Everybody loves Simon Pegg. How can you not? Right. Okay. So. I know he's not. He's not even like. 
a, a secondary focus in the yeah. Mission Impossible movies, but he's one of the reasons I enjoy. I like the storytelling in Mission Impossible. I don't know why, but it's not Tom Cruise that does it for me. He just he never has. Okay, I mean, I get that. I mean, I'm, I'm uh, you know, like you can hate the person as a human being. I can't, I can't say I hate him. I just don't care for his right. work. Like, but yet, I don't know him enough to hate him. Right. Like, I, I, I know I, him. I think the guy's a wackadoo in real life. From what I read and hear about him, yes, he's a fucking wackadoo. But the guy makes really good fucking movies. He does. Yeah. But he also has, like, I think a bigger ego than Jared Leto, if that's even possible. Right. And you know how I feel about Jared Leto. Right. So so here, here we are, you know, 30 plus years later. Yeah, what is with this 30 plus shit? I don't know. It's like the prime number. Like it's a it's a weird thirty plus. Well, I mean, like you you look at like you know, Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. You know, thirty plus years later, we're getting a seat. We got to see with the Blade Runner. That was fucking fantastic. That that was fantastic. Um, you know, there were a couple others that were like, like you know, we got mm-hmm. Ghostbusters Afterlife coming out. You know, which is thirty yeah. some odd years later, right? Um, and now you know, Top Gun. So I, I guess I guess my my other than Val Kilmer, which you kind of said, like you know, what what other what catches your interest that you're kind of interested in this movie? Because I don't ever recall you ever saying you enjoyed the first Top Gun movie. Oh, I enjoyed the first Top Gun movie. Okay, but I was a fan of Iceman. Okay, so you were just strictly there for for Val Kilmer and and the homoerotic volleyball scene. Well, no, I, I didn't even care about that. <laughs> okay. But the whole thing about me liking Top Gun because of Iceman, if I recall, like, Iceman softened in the end toward Maverick. <laughs> what? I don't think he got soft on, on Maverick. Not on him. His whole thing. <laughs> Never mind. Why? I... I I'm, I'm ma- making a, a joke. That there are people who will tell you that it's that Top Gun is, is nothing but you know, gay joke after gay joke after oh, gay joke, and oh. like at the end when he's like, you know, you can be my wingman anytime. No, you can be my wingman. It's yeah, like, it's like you know, yeah, they're gonna be wingmen, all right. You know, yeah, putting the lime in the coconut. Okay, well that's not where I was going. Right, with that so, so that. I can't even remember where the fuck I was going now that you went that way. Iceman went soft on Tom Cruise. On Maverick. Right. Where I feel he wouldn't have. Okay. I feel like he would have stayed the same or even gotten worse toward him. Right. He wouldn't have been like, oh, you're my my buddy. (laughs) You know? No. So, seeing this one and knowing that Falconware is going to be in it, that Iceman is going to be in it, and he's, like I just said, he's top bill. Where? Like, you, he's not in no trailers, he's not in no publicity photos, nothing. It's like, what is, like, his whole... What part of this are you... I need to know why Iceman's in it. Right, okay. And the only way I'm going to find out is by watching the movie, which pisses me off. Right. Wow. Because, like, I'm all in on this. Oh, I know you are. And the other like, thing, though, is they done... You know, Kelly McGillis, poor woman... She's been left out in the cold on this one. Yeah, I, she was a big part of the first movie. Yes, she was. Huge. Yeah. Um, 
Nowhere to be found. I don't know if you've seen Kelly McGillis lately, though. Yes, I have. Yeah. Um, Does it fucking matter? It's a reason why she's not coming back. There's a reason why it's Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, but that ain't even that great of a pick, either. She Come on. Her fucking eyebrows alone scare the shit out of me. I just don't like her. I'm sorry. I don't I don't care okay. for Jennifer Connelly. There, I said it. Okay. <laughs> There's a shocker, folks. I mean, and she was in a Jared Leto movie. Yeah. One of my favorite Jared Leto movies. Right. I just... Just can't. And what do you mean? It's a shocker. I just don't like her. Just another She's awful. Another another what the actress. What was that? Did you see that? No. Is it snowing? Is uh, that a soul truck? Lights flashing. Uh. Um. But anyway, like I'm, I'm all in on this. Like, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not expecting it to be a good movie. I'm just expecting. Oh, it's it, not going to be a good movie. No, no I, I'm not expecting that, but I'm expecting to be entertained for two but hours. But here's the thing, though: Did Top Gun really need a second movie? No, no, exactly. So it's like, what? Do you, what is this? It's a cast. Other crowd. than being, yeah, other than him, like, oh, we're going to bring Maverick back. Well, we, we really didn't need Maverick again. Well, here, here's the thing: You went to grab your glasses. I did. I yeah. saw that. Yeah. <laughs> He's not wearing his glasses. I'm not wearing my glasses. No. <laughs> the thing is. <laughs> The thing that I've learned since you know starting this podcast and the the the, the these pro- movie production companies love nothing more than to use a name brand that everybody already oh, yeah. knows. Yeah, but here's the thing that I'm okay with with this movie that has my interest. They're not trying to remake it. They're not trying to reinvent it. They are just moving on with the story. I don't think that's correct at all, dear. And let me tell you but why. But it's Maverick. Right. It's Maverick. You would have somebody else in there doing right. it. But here's my point. This is this is why I'm saying it's... This is ba- this was like basically nothing more than a remake of the original movie. Because first off, I've already seen there is a shirtless volleyball scene. And I've also seen yeah. that, that there, at some point, Goose's son is playing piano in a, in a, guitar, in a bar somewhere. Oh. Yeah, you know, but you can't do that without what's her face, Meg Ryan. You need a Meg Ryan. <laughs> well, who's the Meg Ryan? I don't know, but my point, my point and is, and then him flying around doing shit he ain't supposed to be doing, according to the Navy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So something tells me that this is nothing more than yeah. a remake no, of the original you're, movie. You know what? You're right. You're yeah, right. but I get, but but instead of Val Kilmer topless, I'm getting John Hamm. See, I'd rather have Val Kilmer. I don't know. Back in the day. Back in the day. I don't know. He supposedly lost weight for this movie. That's great. I'm just it's saying. Val Kilmore, who the hell in this... If you were a Val Kilmore back in the day, you were dying to see Val Kilmore in a movie. I agree. I'm dying to see Val top, Kilmore. Top top secret. Um, real genius. Real genius. You know, these are great movies. I'm not, I'm not denying I'm that not first. saying that's it. I'm just saying... If you're a fan, you got you got to be like, I need to see this dude. Like, he was one of the greatest movies because of the Val Kilmer character in that movie. So you you got to be like, where the fuck is he? What's he doing? I need to see him in something. And he was in Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I'm careless about that shit. <laughs> There's a microphone you have to speak into, <laughs> dear. I don't need this. Move on with the other trailer. Okay, so. Everybody knows how I feel about fucking Kevin Smith. Okay. The other trailer is for the new Christopher Nolan movie. Oh, yeah, Tenet. yes. yes. I watched that last night. It looks good. I have no fucking clue what this is about. No idea. 
well, I mean, it's war movie, but I like how they did the, the ten. Yeah. That was like, hmm. but what you told me about it was interesting. I think you're getting your movies confused. Ten. Tenant. That's what I said. Right. You're thinking. Tenant. You're, and it's Tenet. not. It's not a war movie. It's based on a in war. No, you're thinking of 1917. Oh, uh, then maybe that, I watched the wrong movie. That's the World War One. Which one did I watch? If if you're talking about 1917, the one about World War One. What 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 what's Tenet then? Ten ten ten. Tenet. Tenet ten. All right, hold on. Let me. Okay. Uh, okay. Fi- yes. Nancy, yes. Nancy's figured it out. I, it clicked in my head. Okay. That's what happens when I drink. Okay. So she's figured out the tenant is a de- Ten. the tenant. T- that's what I'm saying. Okay. See, you yeah. <laughs> So this is Christopher Nolan's next movie. Gotcha. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I apologize about the war one. It, it, she was talking about 1917, yes. Which, yes. which is the. One is one continuous shot, which sounds, which sounds. Who's doing that one? That's the guy who direct. I can't. Sam Menendez, um, he's the guy who directed uh, Skyfall. Oh yes, yes, gotcha, and, gotcha. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, I apologize. I think you. I think you also, I also want to say he did uh, American Beauty. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I, I, could, I could be movie. wrong by that though, but anyway. That was weird. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so but this is Nolan's next film, and it stars um, uh, John David Washington, who um, most people will know from Ballers, but he was also in a, a Spike Lee film called The, the Black Klansman. Um, he's a very good actor. He was good in The Black Klansman. Yeah, he's, he's a very good actor, and um, he's also Denzel Washington's son, which I did not know. Is he? Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah. Wow, no wonder why he's really good. Yeah. He's and, got he's got him as a And what I find interesting is not, kind of seen in the background and not really mentioned is um the guy from Twilight who's gonna be the next Batman. Robert Pattinson. I didn't notice him in the trailer. Yeah, he's in there. Oof. You don't care for him? I gotta get him out of that Twilight role. Yeah. Because he's probably fantastic, but I right. can't. Yeah. He keeps him as Edward. Yeah. That's a tough one. But. Eventually he'll move on in my head. Yeah. Once he plays Batman. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I hate to say that, but it's. Or like, maybe this movie. This movie. Yeah, well, it, it depends on how much he's in it, though. Right. But here's the thing no, there's one thing you know about Nolan is he doesn't pick people who can't act. You know, if you're going to be in a Christopher Nolan movie, you are going to act your ass off. Even though they're action-based and, you know, they're beautifully shot, you have to act your ass off in a hey, Christopher Nolan movie. He also movie. gets that, like, all-star cat. What was the name of that movie? Inception. Wait. Oh, my God. that all... There wasn't one person in that cast that did not fit. Right. You were like, fuck, how did he put all them people? You know, like, just... he He's another brilliant guy. Oh, Nolan's. Oh, he, he's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. But then, like, I, what I, and, and he'll tackle like he he will tackle a science fiction style movie like like Inception or um, Interstellar, and for the most part, do a very intelligent movie. I I, I know the 
people have the some people have problems with the ending of Interstellar. I haven't seen that yet. Neither have I. I have it on. on I was going to say, don't we have it on Blu-ray? Yeah, but like I'm. Always, here's the problem. Otter hates that movie so much that it has me hesitant to watch it. When the fuck has anybody's opinion ever deferred you from watching anything? I, it's one of those rare occasions where like. There are other people who don't like that movie. I've heard a lot of people say the ending of that movie is awful. Is this the one with Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say the ending of this movie is awful. And, like, Otter's, like, pure hatred of this movie makes me hesitant to watch it. Because I love Christopher Nolan so much, I don't want my image of him ruined with a with a, oh, yeah. a clunker like that. Yeah. Not, not that I think it would. Because, I mean, there's enough but other But I already movies. have a clunker for him. Batman... The Dark Knight Rises? No, I don't have no problem with his Batman movies. Okay, what's, what's your clunker? Memento. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god! I wish I had a picture of that! <laughs> oh, I can, I can feel the hate mail coming already. I'm not a fan of Memento. Man, Stork is going to eat you alive. That is Stork's all-time favorite movie. Really? Yes. I don't like, see... Stork will tell you that's the greatest movie ever made. No, Watchmen is. But I just, I can't stand that go back, go back, go back, go back, repeat, go back, repeat, go back, repeat, go back, repeat. That, like, 20 minutes into that, I was like, I'm fucking done. I mean, I watched it to the end because I was like, but it was like, I had to quit for a while. It took me forever to watch that whole movie because I couldn't stand that back, repeat, back, repeat, back, repeat. Wow. Drove me crazy. I'm... I am not looking forward to... It was like watching the same movie 20 times in a row. I am not looking forward to the tweets I'm about to get from from the Besotted Geek account. But he has to admit that's true. He, he'll he tell you it's the greatest movie ever made. No, Watchmen is. But he has to admit that's true, that that's what that movie did. It made me dizzy watching it. Okay. It, I felt like I was on a fucking circle... Just going run, 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 run. I was like, fuck. Stop this roller coaster. I went off. Okay. Wow. Now, I'm not saying it was a great it wasn't a great story, because it was a great story. It was it it was it just wasn't told to my something that I could watch. Okay. You know what I mean? Which is fine. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I understand that. I'm not saying that at all. Right. I'm but- saying that's my clunker for Christopher Nolan. Okay. Because every director, you have that, that, what you're saying, clunker. Right. That was mine for him. For, for the record, for Ridley Scott, it's White Squall. <laughs> Shut up. It is. It's a bad movie. I don't know. I never saw it. Oh, my God. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I need okay. to see it for a second. So, while well, you go up and get yourself a beer... I stretch my legs. Thank you. And get yourself a beer. Yes, I'm getting myself a beer. Let's dip our Tony old mailbag. Well, what was the question? You said you had a question. Uh, okay, we can tackle this real quick. Okay, I'm I'm here. Okay. So, James Cameron. Okay, I know him. Well, yeah. not personally. Right, friend of the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I'm so I, sure. I call him Jimmy. <laughs> oh, Jimmy. Me and Jimmy. Yeah, uh, me, Jimmy. Me Jimmy, came, Jimmy came out and uh, he has basically said that, you know, 
when Avatar 2 comes out, that it will destroy, it, it'll take its rightful place at the top of the, um, you know, the, the uh, all-time money-making movies, be, you know, get, beating Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is even possible? No. No. Because of how much Avatar disappointed people, I think he lost. He lost some stuff there. He lost his momentum with the Avatar shit. My my problem is I think James Cameron is a brilliant man. I I think he is. Yeah, I won't take that away from him. I think he is a discount version of George Lucas. (laughs) And the reason I say discount is like like he finds ways with his company to pioneer technologies for movie making, much like George Lucas has done over the years. Just ILM is far superior to. I can't remember what the name of his company is, but I mean, you know, but still, like, it, it, he's like a discount version of, and then he's funneled all that money into finding ways of new ways of exploring Titanic for many, many years, <laughs> much to my chagrin. Stop. Well, I, the problem is this: I wanted the guy to make more movies. Like, I feel like he's robbed me of that. Like these these hijinks and shenanigans that he's been up to, and, and great, you've got the money, spend it however you want, but. I feel like you've robbed me of of what could have possibly been some amazing movies. Yeah, but because you were off doing these other things that interested you. But you you fail to understand. James Cameron was not put on this earth to please you. That's fine. I I I just feel like this is what you did. Okay. Well, you failed him too. So James Cameron has failed this city. Okay, you have failed this city. <laughs> so you you want to talk about him? Let's talk about you. <laughs> no, but, I, I, get, mean, I get what you're you saying. Know, I, 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 that's just how I feel. Like I, you know, and then like you go, you go and you make Avatar, which I mean, from a special effects standpoint, is one of the most amazing feats I've oh, ever yeah, watched. I'm, I'm just talking about from the, the 3D effects, everything that went into that. That was amazing to watch in a theater. <sighs> the problem is, I've tried to watch it in 2D, and it's an awful movie. It is an awful movie. Like without the special effects, like with all without all the three D whiz bang catching my attention, I you realize that this is nothing more than, than than just dances with wolves and the dragon riders of Pern tied into one. Okay. It's like he he stole a little bit from this and stole a little the, bit from that, and the, he made a movie. The sad part about this is, Michelle Rodriguez was in it. Like God, what was she thinking? Taking part of this piece of shit. I'm sorry. I just I feel bad for. Her. But the amazing thing is that it won. It was it won the Academy Award for Best Picture. Yeah. It was, it was be- awful. It was beautiful. Just, oh no! Just told a bad story. Visually, yeah. yeah. But I mean, think about like Sigourney Weaver and Seth Green and Michelle Rodriguez, like, and Sam. Sam Worthington. Yeah, like why? And it's been ten years. Okay, so he's planning on making a second one. Are these people going to be involved? Yes. Michelle Rodriguez. But my understanding is yes. God, like they're filming right it. now. I will be forced to watch it because of her. But, but like the son thing, of a bitch. Like, the thing <laughs> is, it's like it's been ten years since the last movie. A it's mo- only been ten. I thought it was more than that. No, it's been ten years. Ten. Yeah. I feel it's been more than that. No, because when that movie came 2009? out... 2009? 2009, yeah. We were getting laid off from Dish at the time. 
Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah. She doesn't look like she's aged a day. Good for her. For those wondering, <laughs> Nancy has had a um, a physical relationship with Michelle Rodriguez in her mind. Physical. Shut up, you pig. I'm just letting people know oh, how you feel, Nancy. She's so hot, man. <laughs> Can't help it. Everybody has that one person of the same sex. She just happens to be mine. Okay. Talking Good. about female badasses. Ugh, she's the badass of all badasses. Good good for you. So anyway, so so I mean here we are ten years later, and Cameron hasn't made a movie since. Really? Really? Avatar was his last movie? That he directed. He's produced a couple. What's the couple he's produced? Uh the last Terminator movie. And Alita Battle Angel. Yeah, I was going to say, because swore he had a hand in the Terminator movie. Okay. Yeah. Terminator. Hmm. I think that's it. Like, I, I, I don't think he's done much of nothing. My foot is killing me. Since then. Excuse me. Like, he's been waiting for... Uh, for technology to catch up with what he wants to do. With, with Avatar. Yeah, but I thought he forced technology to make Avatar. Wasn't that the whole thing about it? Like, he created this whole new technology to make Avatar? I want to rip the foot off my ankle right now, Sean. It hurts so bad. Uh, let's see here. That's it. I'm taking a Somehow he gets writing credits on shit. I don't understand how he gets writing credits on Look, you did a movement in the kitchen. No, oh, okay. My camera spotted you. I <laughs> spotted. It kept telling me I could. I can watch it on my watch. Oh, okay. I was watching you get in the fridge on my watch today at work. Oh, jeez. I can't talk to you on my watch though. I'm right. Phone. Yeah, like as an executive producer, like uh, director, he's done nothing. Bastard. But, like, as an executive producer, like, okay, since, like, 2009, uh, Sanctum, Titanic, The Final Word with James Cameron. Yeah, but that's more or less a documentary. That's Deep not, Sea that's Challenge 3. Uh, that's not, that's well, I, not movies. I understand that, but this is the stuff he's been doing since, do, 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 Mountain Dew. like, as far as like movie movies go, there there really hasn't been much he's done anything with. Who's the dude that does the um Transformer movies? Michael Bay. Why was I thinking James Cameron? Like as a director. Michael Bay. What's up with he that dude? He, he just released something on Netflix with Ryan Reynolds. I need to watch that. Oh, that living with me and you, or he's like living with himself? No, it's. I said Ryan Reynolds. That is Ryan Reynolds. No. This is like. Yes, it is. No, that was Paul Rudd. Oh, that's why I want to watch it, because I like Paul Rudd. Yeah. Okay, well, who's Ryan. What's. I know who Ryan Reynolds is. What's the one? Because I know it ain't like. 
the, the thing with Ryan Reynolds is called Underground Six, where it's like these these people are they're um, declared dead, but they're not, and they form an elite group of assassins. Ah, uh, you know yeah. what? I think I've seen that be like you know when you first yeah. turn on Netflix, it gives you yeah 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 yeah. yeah. There's this shit blowing up. It's, yeah. it's it's as Michael Bay as you can get. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Yeah, Michael Bay. Yeah. You said Michael Bay. Yeah. Is it a movie or is it a series? Like it's a, um, it's a movie. What's the other one with Paul Rudd? Is that supposed to be that's a series, series or is that? A, that's that's what I thought. What's the name of that? Living with you, I, living I, with living yourself. With Something like that, yeah. Paul Rudd. How does he get suckered into this shit? I don't know. I think dude just needs a paycheck. He's Ant Man though. How could he? Exactly. <laughs> he should stick to Ant Man. Yeah. He makes a fantastic Ant Man. So. So that was your question. Yeah. What do I, I think of another. I hope they don't. Well, I mean, he's I'm in, sorry. He's in production right now. Michelle Rodriguez or not, please don't. And you know what? Give her a bigger part because she was in it for like two seconds. If you're going to put a badass, hot-ass chick in it, you need to have her front and center okay. at all times. Okay. Boom, right out there. All right. Kick Sam Worthington to the... No, actually, I can't say that. I like Sam Worthington because I really... I know you don't like the Terminator movie, but I liked him in that Terminator movie. The one with Christian Bale. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, it's not a great Terminator movie. I don't have as big of a problem with it as Ian does. I feel you know why I like that movie like a lot now. What do you mean? What what Ian does? Oh, because well, he he's just, not here to defend himself. He should have thought about that before he dissed you. <laughs> wow. The, the the dude that was in Star Trek that died in that freak accident. Anton Yelton. Yeah, he's in that. Yeah, because he plays Reese. Reese. Yeah, he plays Kyle Reese. But yeah, Ian's problem How is How can like, you not like that movie? You know, you're conducting a heart transplant in a, you know, in a tent. Where did he want him to do it? I don't. I don't. All the hospitals are blown up, fool. I, I know, but I'm just saying that's Ian's problem. <laughs> he needs to get out of the operating room. Okay. I, on the other hand, just have problems with it because it's just, from a story standpoint, it's not that good. No, I didn't and, say. And, and there's a whole lot of Christian Bale going... What are you? Mm. He's like doing Batman voice the entire time. Yeah, that was annoying. Yeah. But I did like, um, what's her face? Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes. I like her. Okay. She's a good actor. She's good. She's good folks. She's good peeps. Yeah. What is that? She's good people. What did they say? She's good people. She's good people. My name is John Connor. <laughs> I know. That was annoying. Whatever he kept saying, what are to Sam Worthington, you were like, dude, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I get that part, but I, I'll watch it. I have watched it several times because it's yeah. like, it's amusing to me. Yeah. I like watching the dude. What is his name again? Yon, Yon, uh, Anton Yelton. Anton. Yeah. As Reese. I enjoyed him as Reese. Right. But I just I I also like that big Terminator that came down. It was like pluck pluck pluck. Yeah, that one was cool. They made a cool Terminator there. Right. He was like, he reminded me of the dudes on War of the Worlds. Right. Yeah, but it, you know, it was super sneaky for being that big. Like, yeah. You know, nobody heard it coming. All of a sudden, it disappears. Yeah. yeah. There was like no vibrations. No, exactly. A T Rex, fucking cup shaking. And at that, you yeah. knew it was coming. That be- that bad motherfucker. Yeah, you couldn't hear it coming. Yeah, it was like they just. Mm. Yeah, it was bad. Or he like, oh, I know how he came about. 
Like how the Terminators just and they're there. It's time travel. Right. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Stop making excuses for a bad movie. <laughs> I was just saying the cool parts in the movie. Why do you gotta be like that? My name is John Connor. I didn't say Christian Bale was good in it. I named everybody but Christian Bale. You brought him up. Who are you? I even was determined the Terminators before I mentioned him. What are you? Oh my god, what are you? I'm Batman. Wait, was that during his Batman fate? Yeah. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. It's called overacting. Yeah. You shouldn't be practicing your lines for this movie and that movie. Well, that, that was also the one that like they had the leaked footage of of Christian Bale like blowing up on some guy for like. Oh yeah, everybody turned against him, and then that's yeah. why they didn't like the Batman movie. And I was like, I don't give a shit. He didn't blow up on me. Well, I, I didn't hold that against him for the Batman movie. The Batman movie was just bad. Which one was that? The Dark Knight Rises. Was it the second one or the third one? Third. You said that was a bad one. Yeah, that's not that good. There's a lot of problems with that Who's movie. Who's the villain in that one? Bane. The one I shot in Pittsburgh? Yeah. Oh, I enjoyed that one. I enjoyed it. It was the first one I didn't care for. Uh, the three is the weakest. I think the first one's the most boringest. Oh, I disagree. But how many times can we see Batman trying to be Batman? We've never seen Batman trying to be Batman. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. In that one, we did. In that one, Yes. But that's what I'm saying. It went on that's and the, on and on. That's the only one. It that's, was very interesting. That's what I'm... Ragul, whatever his name is, just... Razagul. I'm just not a fan of him. Ooh. See, I will admit, like, the character wasn't that... Wasn't the same as the one in the comic book, but that's because they went with, like, this realism feel. Like, if you would have gotten into, like, the whole Lazarus Pit stuff and everything, it would have been, been a much Well, better. I think they touched base on that with that show. Yeah, with Arrow. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit too much. I like Ra's al Ghul. He's one of my favorite characters. Not a fan. I didn't like... I'm not saying I don't like the guy. I'm saying I don't like the guy they picked to portray him on Arrow. I don't think he fit the bill of Ra's al Ghul. Well, see, but you're comparing that to Liam Neeson. No. I'm not. If you... just, he doesn't scream Ra's al Ghul to me. Okay, you should. You really should watch the cartoon sometime with the with the Raza Gold. I episodes. probably won't. Because I, I, I like. I always like it because Raza Gold knows he's Bruce Wayne, so he's like, you know, good evening, detective. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like that's how he addresses Batman, not as Batman, but yeah. as detective. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, it, it's like it's like well, he's a very interesting villain because of what he knows, and yet he doesn't tell people what he knows. It's like, yeah, I'm smart enough to know that you're fucking Bruce Wayne. I don't care. Well, the Joker never said it either. Joker doesn't know. Joker knows who the hell Batman is. No, he doesn't. Sure, he does. No, he doesn't. They all fucking know who Batman is. There's only one other villain that knows who Batman is in the. I know who Batman is. I'm sorry. Who's the other? The Riddler. Oh yeah. Well, he worked for him. That's why. No. He worked for Bruce Wayne. Don't you go bringing that Gotham horse shit into my show. You take that shit the fuck outside. You should have seen your face. I wish I would have had that one on camera. 
Come on. Fucking nonsense. Come on. It, no. was, it was entertaining. Yeah. I don't know who for. It was not me. Because Jim Carrey back then was entertaining. Oh, you're talking that? That's even worse. Which one not, were you talking about? I thought about? you were talking Gotham. Oh, oh, no. I won't bring up Gotham to you. No, as you shouldn't. But no. And for the record, the Riddler did not work for Bruce Wayne on Gotham. Okay, that's fine. I, that's what I thought you were referring to. I forgot about fucking... He worked for... Penguin. No, the detective. No, he was best friends with Penguin. Um, and Commissioner Gordon. Yes, he yeah. worked for him. He didn't work for him. He worked with him in right. the department. Right. And no. I was talking about the Jim Carrey no, movie. That was fucking awful. That, that, that does not count. That's where he worked for Bruce Wayne. Remember yeah. he pretended he, the guy went out the window? Yeah. I remember now. Yes. The only thing about that movie I like Edward is Val Enigma. That's a great Val Kilmer movie. But I like... See, I liked it because Tommy Lee Jones. I used to have a Two-Faced yeah. t-shirt. When it first came out in the movie theater, they were selling t-shirts, and I bought a Two-Faced t-shirt. And then you figured out that that Tommy Lee Jones version of Two-Faced was awful when you watched The Dark Knight. Yeah, because Aaron Eckhart is... Blew that one out of the... Oh, my God. He was fantastic as that. But that's the one that has the Joker in it. Right. Where they pretend Commissioner Gordon's dead. Yes. And why? What, you, what is your deal against Gotham? I think it was a very good show. It was awful. You never watched it. I watched half of the first season. You That's all I fucking shit. needed. You watched like the opening sequence and said, fuck this. I, I watched the first half of the first season and said, tap and not. That was your problem. You didn't finish watching it. I yeah. thought it was great. Yeah, well. I liked it. Let's dip our Tony old mailbag. Whatever. And don't throw your headphones at me next time you disagree with me. I didn't throw my headphones at you. You almost did. I did not. You wanted to. I did not. You were like that. <laughs> Whatever. Don't steal my words. I will. You gotta do this. Me big. Oh and as always, we start with our good friend, super fan Thad. Do you always, do you ever skip over him or does he ever forget to write in? He has never forgotten to write in. Well, that's freaking dedication there. It's a dedication I don't understand. Hello, my two favorite hosts, Hooded Justice Ian and Captain Metropolis Sean. <laughs> oh, that was cute. Too bad Ian isn't here to enjoy that. Yeah. The Watchmen series is awesome. Nope. Nope. And no. Got it. Is he talking about Lori? No. I don't want to know. You don't. Trust me. I don't need to know. Thank you. Ian's winter coat. The coat is sitting on Tim's nightstand. That's where you left it. Ian lost his coat. Neither did a new one. How do you lose your coat? I don't know. At home? One would assume, of course, Thad's insinuating that he left it at Tim's house. Well, he has a pretty big house. He could have left it in his house somewhere. Could. I love coffee. Especially a coffee enema. Tim and I have reformed this time or two. There are people that do that. That's not unusual. I'm, Does he know what an enema is? I'm very much aware that Thad knows what an enema Why is. Why would people be doing that with coffee? I have no idea. I guess. Did you just say people do that? Yes. That's a real thing. I'll take my coffee the good old-fashioned way. There, there is an un, 
unlimited number of things that people were putting in their ass. So I'm wondering why Starbucks hasn't got the syringe coffee then. Oh. I bet you they could make a killing then. <laughs> directly inserted in your anus. Yeah, exactly. I drink coffee every day from my French tickler. I mean press. Coffee from a French press is the best. I have a precise mm-hmm. grinder that grinds the same amount each time. Mm-mm. I would never drink Maxwell House. Mm-mm. I, I would much rather drink new. No, no. no. I buy my whole my whole be- bean coffee from the Strip District or from Starbucks. Ah! Starbucks coffee presses are terrible. Man. They're, they're too strong. Just eat the coffee beans. <laughs> you stupid fuck. Oh. Fuck moving. I would have blown myself to have the franchise Shane Douglas on the podcast. Hmm? I talked about the week that we... I don't, I don't know if I ever told... I told you this story. The week that we moved. Yeah. That last weekend. Yeah. You didn't when have I, your podcast. Right. We didn't do the podcast. And you I was, have failed this city. Yes. And I was exhausted. You and, were exhausted. Yes. You at least took the week off. I still had to work. Anyway, I was exhausted. But I had that, that guy from the, the Shane Douglas podcast reach out to me. He wanted to use our equipment. Oh, yeah. And we couldn't do it. Yeah. And Thad's saying I should have made the sacrifice and got it done. I said that, too. Yeah. I'm with that on it. Oh, my God. I agree with that on something. But, no, I agree. Okay. I think that was an opportunity wasted. Well, that's it for our good friend Thad. Next up is Yotter. He went from super fan Thad to our good friend Thad. <laughs> because he disagreed with you. No, I always say that. That's, <laughs> that's how I always oh, okay, transition. All right, all right. I thought it was because he disagreed with you. No. Next up is Yotter, better known as super fan Tim. Did you say Yotter? No, I said Otter. <laughs> I think you've been drinking and you're hearing things now. <laughs> Great show last week. Hated hearing all the negative Taco Bell conversation, though. It's a solid choice, but not as cheap as it used to be. Being a person that eats in his car probably more than he eats at his own table, mm-hmm. I agree. Taco Bell is less than desirable when operating a motor vehicle. But if I'm in no hurry, I'll still make a run for the border and eat it eat, eat it while it's not moving. How can you call my name Taco Bell? You don't eat there. Well, I... That's the thing. Like Ian was talking about, he's not a fan of Taco Bell. You know, I'm not a fan of Taco Bell. But one of the things we discussed is, and this is an interesting, like, point is, the drive-throughs at Taco Bell are always busy, mm-hmm, yeah. but there's never anyone inside of no. one. Like everybody just goes in. It's like, you know, like you go to a McDonald's, you go to Wendy's, you go to Burger King, you go to any other fast food joint. There are people inside eating. Mm-hmm. Not a Taco Bell. No. No. My mother used to go in and eat. She didn't like their dresser. Yeah. She liked their variety platters. Ian, do yourself a solid and get the number six, two chicken supreme chalupas and taco meal, and add a steak soft taco. You're welcome. You put too much refried beans on everything at Taco Bell. Taco Bell is one of those places, first of all, it's not Mexican food. I've been to Mexico. I know this. 
and probably a lot of your fans have. <laughs> I've been to Mexico for a that's week. Right. I can tell you that's not real Mexican. That is food. not Mexican food. Okay. Anyways, you could go years without Taco Bell, and then you get this craving that you just have to have Taco Bell. So you go to Taco Bell, you get your Taco Bell, whatever. You sit there, two bites into it, you're like, "Why am I craving this shit? It's still shit." And then you go two more years without it, and you do right. it all over again. It's a vicious cycle with them. Okay. And they know this. And they put refried beans on everything. I hate that. I, I like refried beans. Don't get me wrong. They just don't need to be on everything. Right. Pittsburgh Dad did a good video about a year ago where they went to all the old pizza huts in the area. <laughs> did they? Oh, I want to see that. Yeah. I love Co- Pittsburgh Dad. The, the joke I made last week was we were talking about like the Wendy's down here in White Oak. Like, you know. They, they just remodeled it. They, they, well, it you know, we talked about that. We talked about the remodel and how modern it is and mm-hmm. TVs. But the thing that fascinates is it a fucking fireplace in yes! there. Yes! Like, but it's not a table. It's just two chairs by it. Right. There's no table. It's like, But still, it's very weird to just a fireplace yeah, in it's there. it's a fast food place. Where's the fucking table? Yeah. It's just an odd thing. And then they have the TV above it. Who the fuck does that? But then we talk, the other thing we talked about, though, is like, so right, and like right next door is that, that pizza hut. And when you go in there and you look around at their dining room, it looks the same as it did in 1978. Right. And the service is still just as bad. Right. So if you go into Pizza Hut, be prepared to sit for an hour before you get your water. <laughs> yeah. Because like, and then another half hour before they take your order. But it's and just, then two more hours before you get your food. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The, the only way to get food from Pizza Hut is get it to go right. or delivery. Right. But there still, is, there's it was no a, eating at Eat Pizza Hut. Right, but it, it's one of those things again. And like, it's still them weird red glasses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Like, it's like it's like nothing. Same tablecloths. It's like nothing has changed in the yeah. Pizza Hut since 1978. No, not yeah. even their like their logo. No. But yeah, Wendy's has changed several times. Um, but at water continues. It's pretty funny. I know Monroeville has one that they turned into a bar restaurant called Dad's. Pretty good place. The Penn Hills Pizza Hut is now a shady internet cafe and poker machine establishment. Oh. Asked for a phone card, quote unquote, to use for your entertainment only, quote unquote, poker machine. Add a couple of wings to the Italian gentleman running the running the place. Add a what? Couple of winks to the Italian gentleman running the place. Oh. oh. I didn't yeah. hear the wink part. I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> oh, sickos. Well, I saw Star Wars. Show! No. No, there's no spoilers. I've already read it. He wouldn't do that. I was going to say, what if he did? You read it. Yeah. I really liked it. Sincerely. I'm not sure what people are bitching about. I think it's way better than The Last Jedi and was left with that. I wonder what what it would have been like if J.J. did the whole fucking trilogy. Kind of like, what would the third Nolan movie have been like if Heath Ledger was still alive? I want to see it again, and it seems like I might be able to before Sean finally gets to see it. Not sure what I have to ignore for it to be a masterpiece, but I can assure you it's not an entire scene and plot point. Anyway, can't wait for the show dedicated to it. I hear nothing but good things, but I hear that it does closure. Yeah. Which I said, if they're going to put a movie out about closure, they need to have closure. Yes. And I heard they did just that. So 
There you go. Which one's... What do you mean the whole trilogy? Which ones did he do? Well, he did The Force Awakens and he did The Rise of Skywalker. Ryan Johnson did The Last Jedi. Oh, I didn't know that. Which is why The Last Jedi is kind of like a square peg in a round hole. I was entertained by The Last Jedi. I thought it was a very good movie myself. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. Except for the casino stuff. Yeah, that's right. I could do without that. Yeah. Because I was going to say, BB-8 was fantastic. What are you talking about? But I forgot about the casino. Yeah. Guillermo del Toro, whatever. What? I don't understand that whole... Um, not him. I didn't mean him. The other dude. I always get them too confused. You know that. Benicio del Toro? Yes, thank you. I get them too confused. <laughs> I get the names confused. Okay. I, I, I don't understand that whole thing, and I don't want to. Okay. Anything you'd like to add to the proceedings there, madam? We'll find out in three days. Four days. Well, three days now would yeah. be in the 20... 20- yeah, something like that. What the fuck do you want? No, I don't 20- have any... Huh? As we're recording, it's now the 22nd. That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. So you have nothing to add? No, I appreciate you having me on there for the uh, Watchmen special. Well, I'm sorry, have- not Watchmen special. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you. I'm not so sure, but okay. Well, remember, there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. I guess that's an email like these fine folks have. That email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. You can also find us on social media. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd on Facebook and Twitter. We're very easy to find. You still have the Facebook page? Yeah. We really don't do much with it, but it's there. Because I stopped. Yeah. Um, what else do I have? Oh, yeah. Remember, remember a number of different podcasting networks. <laughs> Sorry. You can find us on the Tangent Bomb Network. I fucking hate you. I hate you. That's that chili. You're fucking disgusting. You can find us on the Tangent Bomb Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Danger Entertainment Network. That's danger, all right. Just give give them a Google search. You'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, I want to thank you, the listener, for taking the time to enjoy our hijinks. You were pointing like that. I thought it was me. (laughs) Thank you, Nancy, for being on the show. (laughs) I want to thank you, the listener, for checking us out each and every week and enjoying our hijinks and shenanigans. We can't thank you enough. And uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever it is that you celebrate. Have a joyous... Yeah, Christmas will be passed by the time you get on the... Yes. Well, well, no, it'll it'll post on Monday. Right. So the next time you have a show, it'll already be Christmas. Right. Christmas will come and go on, yes. Lord. You gotta listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. Ah, not really. They're slurred and backwards, but they're still coming out. Okay. <laughs> so in, enjoy this festive holiday season. And remember, on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Merry Christmas. <laughs>